VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. This is a program that shows how to transform your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, and to really make your dreams come true. And today is no exception. We have a specially pre-recorded program for you today, so you won't be calling in, but we will give you all of the information. We're talking about change. We're talking about creating work-life balance. We're talking about how do you create harmony in your life? How do you deal with all the stress that comes into your life, both personally and professionally? My guest today is Terry Wilderman, and she is a corporate trainer, certified executive coach, stress resiliency coach, and an EFT practitioner. And she helps us to learn with fun and with laughter. Welcome, Terry. Thank you very much. Yeah, and Terry's been doing this for over 30 years with thousands of professionals. Now, when you talk about being an EFT practitioner, what does that mean? EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And it's a very powerful technique that works with the electrical system of the body to diffuse emotions that we have stored. And oftentimes those emotions manifest in our lives in certain behaviors. And once those emotions are diffused, the behavior shift. Okay, so you're saying that any stresses that we have in some way get accumulated, which is how a lot of our sickness happens. Mm-hmm. Our illness. Yes. That is correct. 90% of the um, uh, medical claims, I'm sorry, it was escaping me, of medical claims have been shown to have stress as a source. Now, you work with people both in corporate, the corporate world, and mm-hmm. personally. Yes. And you have a whole group of things that you do. I mean, you help people listen to their intuition. You help them to communicate more effectively. What are you finding in all of your work, Terry, that is the biggest issue that people face in terms of stress and balance? That's a great question. When it comes to the workplace, a lot of it is managing home and kids and working nine to five and the stressors from trying to maintain a home, getting the kids to all of their different activities, that is so stressful because there's no downtime. You get home from work, and boom, you're right in the home, in, in the home arena. In the workplace, it's serving a lot of different masters, if that makes sense to you. And, and those masters can be from serving yourself to serving your boss to serving your coworkers. There's a lot of stress there which unfortunately is created by our interpretation of what's going on around us. Our misinterpretations Exactly. The misinterpretations of the things that are happening, which is due to lack of communication, can often get in the way, thus creating stress. And sometimes it's unnecessary stress. We carry a lot of things around that we perceive when, in fact, what we perceive is not accurate. So what do you say to people who are in stressful situations or they have, to, they have to work with co-workers who are stressful or they're in a family situation where the, there's a parent or a child or a relative or a spouse 
that is causing stress. What do you say to folks to help them create balance for themselves? Well, first of all, there's no such thing as balance. Think about that. There's no such thing as balance. James Arthur Ray wrote, uh, writes a lot about harmony, and he taught me that when we're in balance, think of a balance, you know, mm-hmm. when it's in balance, what's happening, Patricia? Well, it's equal. It's equal. It's even. It's even. And when you're in balance, are you moving forward, backwards, or sideways? You're, no, you're, you're straight. Exactly. You're even. Whereas when you live in harmony, it's moving as it needs to move. It's flowing. All right, so if you want to move toward harmony, Terry, and you're faced Mm -hmm. with one of those situations, a tough coworker, a boss, or a tough family person, what's the first thing should you do? Should you just pause and breathe? Absolutely. That is the very first thing you do. And the key is to pause and breathe and get yourself centered. It's getting into a very neutral state uh, by breathing into your chest, breathing into your heart, and just clearing your mind for a moment and step out of judgment. Sometimes we get information that we didn't have before. When we breathe, we oxygenate the body. When we're under stress, we don't breathe well. And when we don't breathe well, that body doesn't have the oxygen that it needs in order to be able to think clearly and make very good, wise decisions. All right, so if we we breathe, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. That's the first step, but I guess Absolutely the second breathing. question is then what? You know, what if somebody has just said something to you that kind of, you feel it actually in your gut. You feel mm. as though they've punched you in the stomach. You stand there and you breathe, but then what do you do? There's two ways of reacting. People react, which often escalates the situation. It's about breathing, stepping into neutral, and just asking yourself, what is this really all about? Mm-hmm. Is this person really attacking me? Is the, wh- what is this person reacting to? Is he or she reacting to something I said by misunderstanding what I said? Is he or she having a bad day and thus what I said just triggered something else? What is actually the trigger of what's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's about really listening. One thing we don't do well is we don't listen. And sometimes that piece that hits us in the gut really isn't about us. Well, if, about you, re- if you find that you're reacting like it's almost automatic and you mm. say something that you didn't want to say, do you advise that later on when you cool down you go back to the person and say, listen, you know, I reacted to what you said because this is how I felt, but I want to talk to you about this. What do you think? That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant because you're keeping the lines of communication open. Sometimes we choose not to even go to that place, and we just hold on to those painful feelings. And when we hold on to those painful feelings, oftentimes we're holding on to things that there's no need to hold on to. Whereas if we approach the other person and say, this is how I felt, this is why I reacted the way I did, you're opening lines of communication. And conflict is not a bad thing. Mm. Conflict is a wonderful thing because conflict opens the door to solutions. Terry, do you think it's different in the corporate world and the business world than it is at home personally, or do you think the technique is the same? I believe the technique is the same. I use the same skills in my own home that I use in the workplace mm-hmm. constantly. These skills that are being taught, wow, do they open the door to so many different things. You've got the team at home and you've got the team in the workplace. 
what are some suggestions you have for people to improve their relationships? Let's first start at work. What are things you can do consciously every day, little things that start to build relationship? The first thing is to appreciate the people around you. When we're going into work, I find that many of the people in my workshops are constantly thinking of everything that's wrong with the workplace. Oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, or I don't like this, I don't like that. What I recommend that they do is use that time to take a breath, focus on what's going on outside, shift the music in their heads to something that's positive. Breathing into the heart, step into a place of appreciation. What do you appreciate about that coworker that drives you crazy? What do you appreciate about that boss that even though he challenges you, is actually teaching you an awful lot? What can you appreciate about the coworker that's sitting in the booth next to you, constantly smacking his or her gum? Okay. Mm-hmm. What can you do to step into a place of appreciation? And that, and also that would follow at home as well. So it's the same thing. Oh, absolutely. When you are focusing on what's wrong with the person, you keep putting that same energy in there. It's interesting when I work with uh, couples who come in, and all they talk about is what's wrong with the other person. I'm like, okay, let's take a time out here. What's right with this person? And they have spent so much time focusing on what's wrong that they haven't done anything in months by focusing on what's right. Now, having said what you just said, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that there aren't problems, and that doesn't mean there aren't things to address, correct? That is correct. That is correct. But there's another way to, to handle it, is what you're saying. Yes. And there are always ways of looking at things. And, Again, and it seems to me that a lot of the work you do is showing people how to communicate effectively so the other person will hear them. Well, there's a difference between hearing and listening. It's about helping the other person to listen to them. Just because somebody's hearing you and it appears they're hearing you doesn't mean they're listening. And do you know if they're listening because of what they feed back to you and what they say back to you? That's a cue. You can also feel the, you know, you can, if you tune and tap in and turn on to the energy that's going on, you can tell when someone's really listening and when someone's playing at it. And, just and when they it. get it, you can mm-hmm. tell when they get it. Exactly, because the dialogue in their eyes. And the dialogue shifts, the body language shifts. Do you think that it's challenging? Do you find that executives and managers um, have it more challenging today, Terry, than they might have 10 or 15 years ago? Do you think the climate has changed and it's harder in terms of communication or not? Well, it's different. I'm not going to say it's harder. I'm not going to say it's easier. It's different. Corporate America used to be the old school, do as I say. You know, it was a command down type thing. Now we're encouraging managers and leaders to really dialogue and communicate and use the talent that they have. What has made it challenging is technology. Technology has certainly made things more challenging because instead of meeting, you know, go, going across the hall or stepping away from your desk to talk with the person who's behind you, I am them, or you send them an email. So what's happening is the art of communicating is just not as strong as it used to be. We don't know how to read people 
We don't know how to see people. Instead, we're just constantly at our computers typing away. So what you're saying is, on one hand, it's, it's better because now people are encouraged not to be autocratic but more democratic and talk. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, the way we're communicating through technology, it's limiting really the body language and being able to see all of the communication signals. You got it. Yeah. All right. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we are talking to Terry Wilderman. She's a corporate trainer. She's a certified executive coach, stress resiliency coach, and over the past 30 years, she's worked with thousands of professionals. Ever the perpetual student, Terry is constantly searching for cutting-edge materials that really help her to stay sharp so she can help executives, managers, parents, teachers, students, and athletes. And if you have questions, uh, we will give you the website. And, Terry, the website is? www.windsofchange.biz. Okay. And can people email you questions? Absolutely. I would really enjoy it. And, and where would they do that? At success at windsofchange.biz. Success at windsofchange.biz. All right, folks, you're listening to a specially pre-recorded program of Positive Living Today with Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. Plenty more. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Real Talk with Marcy Mason. A refreshing and charming talk radio show for all of you entertainment enthusiasts. Whether you're stargazing on Hollywood Boulevard or in the stands cheering for your favorite team, Real Talk is here to satisfy the curiosity of the dedicated lifestyle and entertainment enthusiasts by giving everyday people the information they crave about what's going on in their communities and the world around them. Don't miss Real Talk with Marcy Mason, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Want pure inspiration and great ideas for action? Want to become successful beyond your hopes and dreams? Then tune in to Millionaire Mentor with best-selling author, one of the world's leading women entrepreneurs, and host, Luann Mitchell-Halter. Luann and her guests, all masters of global inspiration, share their secrets to manifesting and positive daily mental exercise principles. From how to get affordable health care to billionaire mentality and bankrupt no more imagery, Millionaire Mentor dares you to live the life you love and Love the life you live. Millionaire Mentor with Luann Mitchell Halter broadcasts each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Millionaire Mentor, achieve your greatest heights. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll free right now at 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. 
everyone. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Remember, this program is about transforming your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, and really helping you make your dreams come true. And I've been doing programs for the past 25 years. I've believed in this. I've believed in positive thinking and positive living. Now it's become very popular. And I'm very happy to be on voiceamerica.com. This is my sixth year right here on voiceamerica.com. And there are so many wonderful programs right here on this network. Today we have a specially pre-recorded program, so you won't be calling in. We are talking about something that we all face, which is stress, harmony in our life, communication, getting along with others, really creating a life that we want to create, but being able to understand when the challenges and opportunities come, particularly with communications. And my guest today is Terry Wilderman. She's a corporate trainer, certified executive coach, stress resiliency coach, and for 30 years has worked with thousands of professionals. And she also does team and coaching for others in leadership and communications and team building. Welcome back, Terry. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about team building. You know, we hear about that. It's almost a buzzword. We hear about that in corporate America. But, you know, when you think about it, even families, shouldn't we be thinking about team building, thinking together and working together in our personal life as well? Oh, yes. The family is the core team. Recently I had a situation we were talking about. uh, My daughter plays softball, and we had a, a situation where we had to decide whether it was softball or whether it was a ski trip. And I asked her, I said, which is the most important team to you? When this season is over and when you graduate from high school, who's going to be there for you? Which team is going to be there for you? And we asked very little because my kids are all athletes. And she looked at me and she said, but Mom, this is my most important team, my family. And that's what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. The family pretty is sophisticated the most... for her age. I mean, that means that you all sit down and discuss things. Oh, we do. We do. Uh, we talk about it all the time. And when you really look at the family, the family is the most important team. And unfortunately, the family team is the one thing that tends to suffer because of the pace that we work at in our yeah. lifetime. Yeah. If we put our family first, I really believe that everything else tends to fall into place. Terry, what suggestions do you have to people who are listening about time? It, we just don't have time. We're constantly well, running. We've got five minutes here, five minutes there. What suggestions do you have? First of all, we all have the same 24 hours. And when it comes to time, it's about choices. Case in point yesterday, I had about five different things I needed to do between 5 p.m., and 7 p.m. My husband happens to be on travel. And I sat there and I said, okay, which one of these is going to work and which one of these has to go? And it became very easy. The family was number one. And it's about making choices. And it felt good when I made those choices. Did I let go of a networking event for my business? I did. And guess what? Something else fell into its place for next week. And you know, when you make the right choices, I'm sorry. That brings up something, though. When you said, you know, you just said, I made the right choice, and it felt good. Mm -hmm. Many times we make a choice, and we're we're deciding. We're not sure. We make the choice that our head says we should make, but then there's another voice that says, No, 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 no. This is the choice I really want to make, and we're we're arguing with that. And nine times out of ten, when we make the choice that our head tells us, and we don't listen to our intuition or our gut or our heart, we make a mistake. How do we differentiate? If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. 
Even if it's the right thing to do, Terry? You know, one thing, I'm not sure it is the right thing to do if it doesn't feel good. I'm not convinced it is the right thing. And it is about looking at everything from a 360 perspective. Everything does need to be taken into account. What I have found for myself and what I have found for the people that I work with is when I say to them, if it doesn't feel good, don't do it, it's like a light bulb goes off. A light bulb actually goes off. How many times as kids, I mean, look, think of all the things we did when we were in school, some of the things we don't want to admit to our kids. And our gut was saying, oh, if we do this, we're going to get into trouble. And we did it anyway. And we got in trouble. Right. If so it doesn't really... feel good, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. What about, and I'm asking you some tough things because these are the mm-hmm. things we deal with. What about sure. when you, let's look at uh, the parent-child relationship mm-hmm. or even the boss, uh, the, the relationship with your boss. Say there's something that's really bothering you and you feel it inside of you. You don't know how to express it. They don't communicate effectively to you. Maybe they're rude. Maybe they don't tell you anything. Maybe they say it in a way you don't understand it. And you think you've tried to explain it, but you haven't. What do you say to people to get them to unlock that door, which if they don't unlock, it's just going to get worse and worse and they're going to build up resentment? The first exercise I have them do is write it down. Write down what they're actually feeling. When you write things down, you're visually seeing it, you're kinesthetic, and you get a lot of clarity around writing down what the situation is. I also encourage people to write down what they want to say to the other person. And again, clarity comes out. And there are times that what uh, the result is, when they look at it, they look at the situation and say, you know, this really wasn't that bad. I think I misjudged here. Or they have clarity around how to better communicate with the other individual. Anything that happens, any event that happens, we look at them through our experience, through our lens. Think about a police officer at an accident. When there's an accident, he asks four or five different people. They all witness the same accident. They have a different take on it because of the, where they were standing and their perception of what was going on. So everybody has a different perception about specific things. So it's about talking about it, communicating, and saying, well, this is my perception. And it's about honoring the other person and their perception. Does that mean you're right and they're wrong? Not necessarily. Does it mean that they're wrong and you're right? No, not necessarily. It's about honoring the differences. And, again, I must really emphasize that conflict is not a bad thing. A lot of us believe that conflict is bad, and not all conflict is. One of the things that you do with people is you also work with tools, such as testing tools. How effective do you think tests are, personality tests, intuition tests? What do you think? Well, first of all, they're not. I, I don't work with tests. I work with profiles. Tests, there's yes, no answers, that type of thing. These profiles are, I use them as a gauge. I use them as a learning tool to work with people to help them identify little things. For example, the DISC profile. I love DISC. And the reason I love DISC is because it helps to identify behaviors in a specific environment. And our behaviors change according to the environment that we're in, how we behave at home. It's how we behave, you know, it's different than how we may behave in our place of worship, how we behave on the sports field may be different than how we behave at work. So we have different behaviors, different personas about ourselves. Once you learn the communication language, and it is a communication language, 
it helps you to really work with other people because you, you're trained in learning what their emotions are, what their fears are, what motivates them. And people are motivated for their reasons, not your reasons. Mm-hmm. And when you find out what motivates people, you can really enhance communication and you can really work with people to improve their performance. Yeah, I think you said really something. Shine. The last thing you said, though, I think is really key, that it's not about you, it's about them. Mm. It's about their needs and what they have to do. Now, of course, they hopefully will listen back to you and, and be concerned about your needs. But when you're in this kind of communication, it's about them. Yes. And learning how to communicate well, uh, I believe that that DISC, for example, is a communication language just like French, German, Spanish, or English. It's not something you learn overnight. You learn through via practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been teaching DISC now for almost 16 years. Explain DISC. DISC, well, there are four behavior styles. You've got your dominant, your influential, your steady, your conscientious. Each four of those behavior styles have different dynamics. They have... They identify the positive dynamic of that behavior style. The negative dynamic, I don't like to use the word negative, actually. I like to use the word challenging. The challenging perspective of that behavior style. They also work with the emotions that are identified with the behavior style as well as the, um, what works and what doesn't work. It's just a brilliant piece of communication. And when you know it, it really assists in understanding where people are coming from. You know, we have a couple minutes to break. One of the things I'd like to mention briefly is what do we do with our prejudices? We all have them, Terry. You know, when we make those judgments based on some cultural thing from our past or some frame of reference we have, how do we work with that? That's a question that if you had the answer to (laughs) for every single person, That would just be amazing because we do have our prejudices based on our culture, and we are all in different cultures. Mm -hmm. You've got the culture of heritage. You've got the culture of the workplace. You've got the culture of your home environment. You've got the culture. um, Every sports team has their own culture. All these different cultures have their judgments and their prejudices every single one of them. It's when you honor yourself and what you believe to be true. That's what's really important. Does it mean that everybody's going to agree with you? No, they're not. But isn't it also about kind of standing above it all? You were talking about global before and Mm -hmm. being able to understand the point of view, even if you don't agree with it, understand why they think the way they do. We may never understand why other people think the way they do. I was talking about behavior, and behavior is on the surface. Behavior is, if you can imagine an iceberg, all you see with behavior is one-third. What you're talking about is the bottom two-thirds. Judgments are built on so many things that are under the surface that we don't know about. And what we can do is work with people with body language, with the tone of voice, and with their words. But again, we don't always know what's going on inside their head. We don't always know what's going on inside their hearts. So it's a matter of, uh, as you said... It's a matter of listening, dialoguing, working with the individuals, and accepting people for who they are. All right, let's take a break. My guest today is Terry Wildeman, and she is a corporate trainer, certified executive coach, stress resiliency coach, and she works with 
coaching and training of executives, managers, employees, as well as parents, teachers, students, and athletes. And uh, her website is windsofchange.biz, windsofchange.biz. And uh, is that right? And yes. um, she, you can write, again, if people have questions, because this is especially approval quota program, people can write to you at success at windsofchange.biz. Okay. All right. You're listening to a specially pre-recorded program of Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. There's plenty more, folks, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. We all know that somebody. They are always in a great mood, always smiling, always getting exactly what they want. What if that somebody could be you? Let Andrea with an I help you find your personal bliss every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel. Explore the endless possibilities of using the law of attraction through faith, trust, and support. Tune in Wednesdays to Ask Andrea, the law of attraction in action on the Voice America channel. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, there you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com. And we're talking today about communication, about stress management, about harmony in your life, both in the workplace and at home, personally and professionally. This is a specially pre-recorded program for you, so you won't be calling in, but you can write to windsofchange.com, and you can write to success.biz. Thank you. Thank you. Windsofchange.biz, and you can write to success at windsofchange.biz for any questions about stress in your life or how to create more harmony. My guest is Terry Wildeman. She's a corporate trainer, certified executive coach, stress resiliency coach, and EFT practitioner, and she works with team building, leadership, communication skills, and also the law of attraction, which we'll talk about. Welcome back, Terry. Starting with the law of attraction, which has been so popular lately in the books like The Secret, where what you visualize, you, you get and you see, let's talk about the power of words 
in terms of the law of attraction? Words have so much energy. Let me share this phrase with you. I deal with people with, to fix problems. That word deal with. Okay? Flat. Versus I work with people to find solutions. Tell me about the energy of, those, uh, of that phrase, Patricia. The first one mm-hmm. was very flat. Now do the second one again. I work with people to find solutions. That's much more open. Mm. And how did it feel to you? Um, it, it felt like you were engaged with those people. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you said deal, it felt like you had to handle it because you didn't have a choice. It was like, oh, I've got to handle this again. Ugh. Whereas work with sounded more proactive as though you are in, you're really engaging and you want to be there. Okay, so let's step back into my favorite scenario of you're driving into work. Okay, you're driving into work and you're, you're doing your talking to yourself routine and you're telling yourself, oh, I've got to deal with this person, I've got to deal with this person, I've got to work with that, I, mean, I, I just have to deal with this and I have to deal with that and this project, I have to deal with this deadline. So everything is deal with, deal with, deal with. And I've got to fix this problem, fix that problem. Now, let's shift the language. Let's shift the energy. Let's shift the tone to, hmm, I've got to work with this person in order to find the solution to that issue and I've got to work with this person at this time in order to find the solution to that issue, and I've got to work with this specific issue because if I don't work and handle this now, we're going to have an issue with the deadlines. Mm -hmm. What landed for you? Um, I just think the one where you were more open. I mean, I, I think where you just said, we're going to work to say that again. Say the first one again. Okay. I have to deal with this person. I have to deal with that person. I have to deal with this project. Right. Now listen to your words. I think. My question is, how did it make you feel? Well, I didn't feel. Mm. I didn't feel on that because whenever you say I have to deal or I have to handle, it's a chore. Yes. Now... I have to, I'm going to work with Nancy in order to find solutions to this specific problem that came up yesterday. I get the word hope. Ah, there you go. I get the word hope. You invite feeling in, and you also invite positivity in. The other, when you have to deal with everything. Now, are there times you do have to deal with people? There are times you do have to deal with people. There's no doubt about it. Again, our language dictates how we tend, where our mind is. If we look at people as constantly being problems, by use, constantly using, have to deal with, deal with, deal with, people do become a problem. But when we work with people to find solutions, you invite innovation, you invite creativity, you invite openness, you invite dialogue and communication. And, you know, when you say this, when you bring this up in this conversation in this interview, and you actually do those exercises, it's so clear, and we don't think that way. If we just would stop and think about the words we use, it would make all the difference in the world, wouldn't it? Oh, without question, and you were talking about the law of attraction earlier. If we are using words like deal with, deal with, deal with, we attract more deal with, deal with, deal with because of how those words make us feel. When we use words such as 
work with, innovation, those words have a more positive feeling to them. And as a result, we attract more positivity in. All right, we have some time, so let's do another one. Give us another scenario, maybe a personal scenario with family that would be typical. Give us two ways of saying the same thing. Hmm. Such as, um, we've got to go now because we're going to be late. Okay. Or. That's beautiful. Or. Mm-hmm. You know, we really need to leave because it's really exciting where we're going to see this program, and we don't want to miss any of it. Well, let me flip the first one around a little bit. Okay. If we are always focused on being late, what's going to happen? We're late. If we focus on being on time? On time. On time. I'm working on being on time. I'm working on being on time. I'm working on being on time. Versus saying, I'm working on not being late. I'm working on not being late. I'm working on not being late. It's a big, that, the words, it, some people may say it's basically the same thing. It really isn't because if you're focusing on being on time, that's what you're focusing on. You're focusing on being on time. If you keep telling yourself, I'm always late, I'm always late, I don't want to be late, you're focusing on being late. So what you would say then is, what you would say is, I'd like to be on time for this so we don't miss any of the beginning part. Exactly. Or I am going to be on time for this. I expect to be on time for this. I will be on time for this. Okay, how do you handle the kids' messy room? Pick up your clothes <laughs> because your room is so messy. <laughs> oh, have you picked the right person to talk about that? <laughs> I have chosen to just close the door. Okay. And here's How could why. you say it differently if you didn't make that choice? There are a lot of things that we give you freedom to do. And one of the things that we ask you to do is maintain your room and keep your room clean. You can have all the freedom in the world, but there are certain expectations that we have. When the expectations are met, you can do whatever you want, within reason and within the law, of course. Carrie, when you work with folks, let's say you've done coaching with someone, whether it's personal or professional, and you've worked with them, let's say, six or eight weeks, and they're progressing, what are things that they tell you that they see changes in their life? The biggest thing people say is, I never realized what I was saying and how I was behaving was affecting me and the people around me. Mm. That's usually the biggest comment. Recently, I had the opportunity to work with someone from a local university. They were sent to me because uh, there was a complaint put against this individual, and this person had a very authoritarian way of working in the workplace. I spent 10 hours with this individual and taught him different skills using biofeedback. The person who walked in my door from the very beginning and the person who walked out at the end was a very different person. And the reason why was he was not aware. He truly was not aware of how he was affecting the people around him and how that tone of voice was actually working against him instead of working for him. Now the team, after 12 weeks now, 
the team is beginning to pick up on what he's doing, their behaviors are automatically shifting. Their language, their words are automatically shifting because of the example of the leader. Mm. And, that's, and that, again, it's, again, it's all about the leading. It again, is. it's all about following the role model. It's, who, it's the company that you keep. Mm-hmm. It's also about creating trust. When this person at first began making the changes, his team was in distrust because it was different than what they knew. It took a while for them to trust that this person was actually shifting. And his responses to certain things were different. And that's what caused pause. Once they got used to the new behaviors, they started noticing how they were thinking and feeling, and that's when real big change began to happen in the team. All right. We're going to take a break. My guest is Terry Wildeman. She's a corporate trainer, certified executive coach, stress resiliency coach, and for 30 years has worked with thousands of professionals. And we're talking today about creating harmony in our lives, reducing our stress, communicating effectively so that we can have the relationships we want, both personally and professionally. You're listening to a specially pre-recorded program of Positive Living, so you won't be calling in. However, you can write to success at windsofchange.biz, and Terry Wildeman will answer your questions. Again, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi. My name is Aaron, and I'm a survivor of mannequinism. Mannequinism is basically when you turn into a hard plastic shell. They say it's from not being politically active. For me, it started when I didn't register to vote, and then I stopped volunteering, and before I knew it, I wasn't doing anything. And that's when I found a small patch of plastic on my right shoulder. Protect yourself from mannequinism. Log on to fightmannequinism.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. All Things Music with composer and songwriter Tara Tucker brings to the Voice America channel music genres not typically heard on your FM radio dial. World music, folk, indie, classical, religious, early medieval. What you won't hear is top 40, rap, or rock, or celebrity news from the streets, or the tabloids of Hollywood. Each week, Tara will showcase a different musical style, the musicians who perform it, the history behind it, and she promises to broaden your musical horizons. Tune in Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific to All Things Music with Tara Tucker on the Voice America channel. Dude, is that... It's a pair of thunder thighs. Big ones, too. That mom, who's been swimming a lot with her kids, must have lost them. Whoa. I heard about this happening once up at Laguna. Small step number 54. Play with your kids. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Remember, this is a program that helps you turn your problems into solutions, your obstacles into opportunities, and helps you to make your dreams come true. This is specially pre-recorded today, so you won't be calling in, but you can email my guest at success at windsofchange.biz. We are talking about stress management, effective communication skills, relationships personally and professionally so that we are understood. We're talking about dealing with curveballs and how we handle them. My guest is Terry Wilderman. She's a corporate trainer, certified executive coach, stress resiliency coach, and she works with team building, communications, and leadership and has done so for the past 30 years with thousands of professionals. Welcome back, Terry. Okay, let's talk about something we hear about. It's a very clinical term. It's called biofeedback. Oh, yeah. Biofeedback. Sounds very ominous, doesn't it? (laughs) Biofeedback, uh, what it does is it allows you to see how your body responds to specific things, specific stressors. I work with uh, the HeartMath Institute has a, I'm licensed with the HeartMath Institute, first of all, uh, as a one to one coach from the HeartMath. Uh, uh, from HeartMath.com, HeartMath LLC, as a one-to-one coach. And I'm also licensed as a trainer from the Institute of HeartMath, which is the nonprofit side, and that's where I work with educators and schools. And we work with this biofeedback software that allows us to measure the heart rate variability. And when we measure the heart rate variability, it also is measuring the pulse. What it's doing is it's assisting us to to get into a place of coherence. By practicing specific stress resiliency tools, when we get into a coherent place, which is a place where we're in our bodies, we're in the zone. Athletes will know exactly what I'm talking about. You're in the zone. When you're in that zone, everything becomes effortless. The heart, the biofeedback tools help us to get into that place and allow us to work very, very well, very easily. Life becomes easy. Decision-making becomes easy. Our health improves. Our health can skyrocket, actually, uh, when we learn to live in this very powerful state. And it allows us to look at life a lot differently. So biofeedback can be a very powerful tool to improving health and to improving our workplace skills. So... When you use biofeedback, do you use it mostly in the corporate setting? No, I use it for both teachers and students, athletes, corporate one-on-one. I use it with everyone. So when you have biofeedback, Terry, what it allows you to do is you then know, you understand your own body rhythms because you begin to know when you can feel when you're getting stressed. You yes. may know it instinctively, but this machine is telling you how much stress you're under by the way you're breathing and your pulse and your heart rate, correct? Yes, and you can see it. And there's another product out there called the Wild Divine. And the Wild Divine, which has Dr. Deepak Chopra, Dr. Weiss, all these famous doctors, Dr. Ornish is involved with the Wild Divine. It is also another form of biofeedback. Both of these biofeedback tools have different audiences. I, the M-Wave PC and the personal stress relievers, I truly like using that more for my corporate clients, whereas with the Wild, Wild Divine, I enjoy using that more with the children because it's, 
it's just a very different feeling. It's, it's a very different type of biofeedback. So there's different products out there for the user. And any that you particularly like the most, or do you think they all have their own validity and they're, they're all good in their own way? Well, those are the two that I choose to work with. They're wonderful, and they have helped me to achieve my own personal goals. I got involved with it because I use it for myself first. I was a very high-stress person, and after my fourth burnout, I know how to eat right. I know how to exercise. I, know, I knew everything, what to do, but something was missing. I couldn't understand what was missing, and that's when I started studying how to work with the hard organ. I started learning how to work with my emotions more and really understand that my emotions were at the helm of my stress. And once I started controlling my emotions, what I realized was life just looks so much different, so, so much better. And I was able to improve my health dramatically. I'm the healthiest I have ever been in my entire life. And life is good. Let's and I talk about these. that. Let's talk about that for listeners. What do you advise? Well, right off the bat, what should people do? Beside exercising and eating well, what, what do you think is important, Terry? Believe in yourself. Trust yourself. Listen to that inner voice. That's the piece that I find that we don't do. We don't listen to ourselves. We are moving so fast. We don't listen to the intuitive guidance that comes to us because we're so busy doing instead of listening. Yeah. So if people get one thing out of this program today, what, what's your message for folks? What is it you want folks to know about creating harmony in their lives? Live in the present. Stop living in the future. Stop living in the past. Live in the present. Why do you think we don't live in the present? Do you think because we're, we're too busy worrying about what's going to happen in the, in the future. <laughs> or we're too hung up on what happened in the past. When we live in the present, it, it is a gift. It, it really is a gift. And learning how to do that can be challenging. When we constantly live in the future, we're worrying about things that may never happen. They may never happen. When we are focusing on things that happened in the past, we're living a life of regret. So the quality of our life isn't what it could be by having both feet firmly planted in the present. It's about learning to always keep a foot in the present and stepping into the future to glean information or stepping into the past to glean information to help us be fully present and really live a fulfilling life. We often do things for everybody else. We don't do things for ourselves. Sometimes it's about learning how to say no. And when we learn how to say no when something doesn't feel good, that's when we take our power back. And when we take our power back, when we say no to something that just really doesn't feel good, that's celebration. So should in that, should we also be mindful of the time we spend and the foods we eat and the methods of exercise and the people we're with, 
is all of that part of it. Well, you just said a powerful word, Patricia, should. The should. Should have, would have, could have get us into trouble. It's about wanting. Do you want to do that? All right to do that. And it's in that space that we make the choices to do what's best for us. Very good. Thank you so much, Terry, for being on the program. It's really been enlightening. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. It was. And if people want to get a hold of you, tell us again how to do that. My website is www.windsofchange.biz, and my email is success at windsofchange.biz. And they certainly can email you any questions about stress, both personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I really appreciate it. Team building. Okay. And that's all in there. It's all in your uh, website as well. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. My guest today has been Terry Wildeman, who's a corporate trainer, certified executive coach, stress resiliency coach. She works with leadership, communications, team building, and she has worked for 30 years with thousands of professionals. Again, you can email her at windsofchange.biz. Remember, folks, each week this program is all about showing you how to change your life for the better or how to enhance your life if it's really great the way it is. How do you turn your problems into solutions, your obstacles into opportunities, and how to make your dreams come true? And that's what I always say at the close of the show. Remember, you can have your dreams. Get the support you need and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time and every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, do listen to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great Monday and a great week. You've been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. 